Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pet Drop Shipper podcast. I'm your host, Janina Dolny Jimenez, and I am here to introduce our company and our podcast. This is episode one. I hope you enjoy. Okay, everyone, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. So this is our first episode, and I wanted to introduce myself and our company and give you a brief background as to who we are, what we do, what we're offering, what we, where we started, and why we started, and then to also welcome you all and tell you that we are here to listen, to share, to communicate, to start conversation, to open conversation. So I would love to hear from everyone when um, these podcasts are over. I hope they're a great opportunity for you to listen in on some thoughts, some conversations while you're driving in, while you're at the grocery store. There's always time for podcasts. I find they are an amazing part of my day, especially there's an opportunity to learn from someone, something. And I hope there's always a takeaway from our podcast. So let me begin. As I had said, my name's Janine and I started in the pet industry in 1991. I was one of those kids that just loved the animals and wanted to be around the animals. And a opportunity came where puppy stores in the early 90s were really popular and I got to be around the dogs. And, you know, I did everything from, you know, helping out in the kennel and feeding puppies and working with the veterinarian and um, being on the sales floor. And that's really where my passion came about as far as where I am today. And that being that I loved the products. I loved how um, there was always something new. There was always something innovative. There was always something to look forward to seasonally. As we all know, when our trade show season comes about, you'll see lots of new product coming about. You'll also see lots of product being discontinued. So usually around your global pet expos and your super zoo times, which are the current trade shows. And who knows, maybe 10 years from now, the, there'll be more trade shows or there'll be virtual trade shows. But regardless, I was really um, passionate about, about the products. And then in the late nineties and early two thousands is when a lot of the boutique brands started to flourish and there were a lot of independent manufacturers and brands out there today we have specialized locations at trade shows just for you know new vendors and boutique vendors and specialty vendors so that really was very exciting for me i loved all the cute stuff and all the little dog stuff and all these extra small tiny little teacup dog items were coming about so I eventually, having the passion for this, grew within the organization that I worked for. And the company that I worked for, there was, by the time I left, 27 stores throughout the East Coast, all the way from um, upstate New York, all the way down to Atlanta, Georgia, and Tennessee. I was located in the New Jersey locations, um, and I was responsible for buying lots of boutique items for all of the stores, but primarily the Metro New York area, which is where we're located, where I live. And um, there was six or seven stores that were, were really busier stores that I was able to help grow product lines and, 
and manufacturers working with them to, to bring in all these specialty items. So eventually I hit a glass ceiling and I felt like there was no room to grow. The, the brands um, that were bigger brands out there started, you know, copying a lot of the boutique brands. And today you'll see lots of regular pet toy bowl manufacturers making carriers and clothing and and fashionable items, whereas before they didn't necessarily do that. So for me, I felt that I had a passion for these products and I knew the products really, really well. And someone said to me, who currently today is my business partner and husband, and he said to me, why don't you do that for yourself? And it was one of those Oprah Winfrey aha moments. And I said to myself, what do you mean do it for myself? He's like, well, you know all these products, you know all the manufacturers, why not become a broker? And that's when I left the company, all wide, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and excited, and began my journey as a independent manufacturer's rep. And this was 2004, and I really had a hard time. I struggled very much so in the beginning and really went out door-to-door, -door, pounding the pavement, introducing myself. Now, mind you, this was 2004, Metro New York area, and any salesperson out there who might be listening knows that it takes a multitude of visits, especially on a cold call, not necessarily if you are... Um, representing a brand and they're sending you in as a current rep for a company who's currently carrying the, uh, your product line, it's a little bit of a different conversation versus, hi, I'm brand new and I have some brand new stuff to introduce you, brand new products, I don't want to say stuff, but brand new products that I want to introduce to you and would you be open to sitting down for you know, a few minutes and, and looking over my product line? And, and this was very challenging and very difficult, but I pushed through and I pressed on and eventually people began to realize that I wasn't going anywhere and I wasn't, I was coming back and I was going to be persistent and, and visit with them. And eventually I started to get some sales and I started to engage more with the customer. And one thing that really stuck with me was every independent pet store that I was visiting they were working as hard as I was, as hard as I was, you know, pushing through and persevering and really just staying strong every single day, even on the days when I came home and didn't have one thing written in my notepad to send an order over for. They were essentially going through the same exact thing. They were day to day running their business, not really sure, you know, what to, you know, not to say not what to do, but essentially not sure what each day was going to bring. And I was in that same circumstance. So there was a level of vulnerability for them as well as for myself. And that was what really brought me closer to the stores. I saw how hard they worked. I saw that, you know, going to visit when sales tax was due was just really not the easiest time to write sales. So you just learn to say, hey, um, I'm in the area. Can I get you some coffee? And 
And I've developed relationships with those stores so much so that I, I began to really appreciate and love what they were doing and began to appreciate who they were as people. And I still have some very strong relationships with the stores that um, I had visited with. So after a point, um, the online business really started to penetrate the independent pet business and some of the larger corporate companies were, were taken away from what the small independent stores were, were selling. So I saw the, the decrease in sales volume with some of the stores when the bigger dot-com sites developed. And I said, you know, I have to do something about this. You know, stores are struggling. How can I help? And that's how PetDropShipper.com was born. Um, we began with just consolidating, or a lot of times people will say co-oping products together, where if the customers, we started out with Halloween costumes, and stores needed to buy $500 worth of Halloween costumes to be able to place an order, but really they just wanted some birthday hats and bandanas, so I would place the order for everyone together pay for it, and then collect payment as I was delivering these smaller incremental orders, which essentially is the premise of what we do at Pet Drop Shipper. And from there, I was able to offer, you know, as I said, Halloween costumes, then seasonal products like Christmas toys and Hanukkah toys and Thanksgiving talking turkey toys, then Valentine's Day items, some St. Patrick's Day you know, leprechaun hats, and then Easter toys and springtime toys. And eventually, since 2013, Pet Drop Shipper was born to be able to offer the stores these kinds of items, consolidating them and being able to ship them with no minimum. And this is how we really started. We started out as a business wanting to help the other businesses succeed by being able to offer them smaller incremental orders. And from there, Pet Drop Shipper grew into 300 brands and over 15,000 UPC codes. And with COVID, come fast forward to 2022, we saw how many stores were shut down due to governmental um, requirements. And so many stores that were buying from us came to us and said, hey, can we get a website up? How quickly can we do this? And that's where the necessity being the mother of all inventions came about. And Pet Drop Shipper then began to help stores by integrating their stores with our product list to be able to offer the to your store or your customer's door concept. And that's when we really began to see the evolution of how stores can become more creative and more innovative and not lose their business to the dot-coms by having their own dot-com. I, I do believe that people naturally want to support small business and they want to support their local businesses. So being able to offer the service of drop shipping to your store, drop shipping for you, to your customer, offering innovative ideas as far as integration and data file sharing and things like that. We've really become the business for business. 
company that I've always really dreamed about being since the days of being a salesperson and seeing some of my favorite people struggling to maintain their business, grow their business. Um, so it's always been something that's always been near and dear to my heart is to, to help others. I think you get more joy out of helping other people. And that's really what we're hoping to do here today. I'm really hoping that our podcast will open up conversations, open up dialogue with just the manufacturers, the, the brand managers, the outside salespeople, the independent sales reps, the broker groups. There's so much information that everyone can be sharing. And there are platforms out there, but how many times is it so difficult to find it um, all in one space? Um, you can you know, go on to YouTube, which we're, we're launching our YouTube channel so that um, we can then begin to bring sales reps to you, introducing their product line through Zoom call recordings, and also then turning those same calls into podcasts so that in the event you're grooming your dog or you're bathing the dog, or as I said earlier, you're at the grocery store, why listen to music? Yes, music is wonderful. I have it going on in, in our office all the time. But when you are doing something as simple as dishes or laundry, you could be listening to something that's going to feed you. I hope that there's one sentence takeaways here on every single podcast that will help open your, your heart up to something different, open your eyes to something you might not have seen, or just give you some inspiration and motivation. And that's really what we're here for. So I hope that you would share this podcast with all your industry friends. I hope that you would share this with your employees and your staff. We would love to hear back from everyone. And I really look forward to sharing and giving you everything I have. All the information, all the contacts, all of the abilities that someone else might be able to provide for you while you're just running your business and living your day to day and just managing everything that needs to be managed. I hope that we can provide for you a little, a little bit more, a little something. So with that, I say thank you. I appreciate you. I look forward to hearing from you and I hope that I can be of service to you. Take care and have an awesome day. Thank you.